I waste too much time lost in samsara, the events of the day, without paying attention to Buddhist practice. Any tips on keeping alert and mindful during the day? Well, I wonder why I have to answer this question. No, 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 I didn't mean anything by it. I think it's, you'll be good at answering. Well, I think the good thing is, um, first of all, to notice um, that I'm spending too much time in samsara, too many events going on. So this is the first step. I think the, the second question is, um, what everyone has to answer for himself, how much is uh, enough uh, time in practice? One person might say one hour a day is fine for me, but if uh, I feel that there's a lack, um, then it's certainly uh, worthwhile looking at the time I'm spending during the day, uh, wasting my time, because obviously there is a, a problem. I don't think there's a, a guideline where you can say uh, it's okay to spend one hour or two hours with events. You know, some, some people need four, you know, some people need six. Uh, um, I certainly spend a lot of time uh, wasting, but uh, while I was uh, out there in the Zamzara world, um, I thought that meditating in the morning and uh, in the evening was good enough for me, but still I spent many hours wasting, so I felt the same, so I can relate to the question very well. You got any tips for them? That's a good answer, I mean, that's... Well, becoming a monk or a nun, it's um, certainly a way, it's a possibility. But um, I got rid of, well, I never had a television really, so I spent a lot of time on computer. Um, we discussed it here too, we said, um, because it, it is a, a problem if you spend, I think this goes for, for young generation especially, if you spend uh, half a day in front of the computer, it's just not healthy, it's not wholesome. So if you notice that there is something coming up where you feel bad about it, then you might have to put up a rule and say, okay, uh, if it's possible, I mean, at work probably you still have to work on a computer, and it's usually eight hours more. So if you spend even private time on computer playing games and stuff, you certainly are going to feel very bad on that. But I didn't have that problem but I know many people do so mm. everyone has to find out I think for himself what is good what is wholesome and what can be done about it but certainly uh, putting up a rule saying um, if possible not more than half a day in front of any kind of machine it just makes you it drains you out and keeps you away from practice well, I see things for keeping mindful throughout the day just be simple because say you're in a waiting room you could sit there watch the breath you can add specific things to remind you to be mindful like start with something simple like whenever you walk through your hallway be aware that you're walking through your hallway use the hallway as a time to go step right step left become aware that if you're going through a doorway just be aware that you're walking through the door going into a different area just little things to bring the mind back to what's happening right then because that's all it is is just being aware of what's happening right now another thing that I think is 
is incredibly important to note to, 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 to mention and not just in regards to this question is uh, I mean uh, uh, that's the, the the main of the question has been answered but to, uh, to add something um, well w for Westerners especially people people who live in in this what we call the Western world no we tend to feel a lot of guilt when we don't perform up to some standard and as a, as opposed to to other societies or certain societies that feel not enough guilt so when they're doing really bad things they 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 don't feel ashamed of it at all and it 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 can in both ways are, are incredibly dangerous when you're too serious about something and when you're not serious enough and the important, incredibly important thing that I wanted to mention is is the Buddha's words on one moment. The Buddha said, if a person spends one moment developing clarity of mind, it's better that they had that one moment and died the next moment than they should should live for a hundred years and never have that one moment. He said, one moment of mindfulness one moment of uh, love, kindness, compassion, and he list, listed off several states, is of immeasurable, uh, is of, of great benefit. And so he said, so just think of, of, of what happens when you do it for a long, for a long time. I think this is a much better way to approach things like meditation, kind of like money in the bank. Uh, we should think of, or one way to think of, a good way for people who are feeling guilty and thinking I'm not doing enough, is to look at it in a different way and think of every, every meditation you do as a good thing. The point being, you want to feel good about meditating. You don't want it to be like a chore and be something that you're pushing yourself to do. Because most likely the reason why you're pushing yourself to do it is because it's not comfortable. Or because there's some aspect about it that because of its being unnatural or taking you out of your natural state, it seems unpleasant and your mind rejects it. Because actually meditation, when you're doing it, is a lot less unpleasant than you think it is, right? We think, oh, that an hour of meditation, that's going to be tough. But when you're actually doing it, and when you finish doing it, you feel like, ooh, I'm really getting something here. You feel like, like it's it, it's benefiting you, uh, but it's easy to get these negative tendencies, and they get worse when you feel guilty about it. When you you say, "I should be meditating," "I should be meditating," you develop more aversion, more more anger inside, you know? and the quality of anger, according to the Buddha, is um, it's the dissatisfaction that leads one to seek out. Uh, the, the sensual pleasures so by creating this aversion to the fact that you're not meditating this this disliking of the fact that there's anger in regards to self-hatred in regards to the fact that you're not meditating you make it harder to meditate you make yourself less likely and more likely to get caught up in samsara your natural tendency will be more towards getting the sensual pleasures because you're not happy when you look at meditation as something that brings you benefit and you think wow if I meditate Every moment that I'm mindful, this is something that one of our teachers always said, every moment that you're mindful, 
your defilements die, seven lifetimes worth of defilements die off. This is according to the Abhidhamma. You can work it out like that. It's kind of a tricky way of saying things, but it's actually true. Every moment that you say to yourself, rising, and you're clearly aware of the rising, the defilements in your mind die, seven lifetimes worth of defilements die in one moment. It's because every thought moment has, every perception has seven, seven karmic moments. No, in in a row, and all seven of those go out into samsara and can give rise to result in any of any lifetime. So you destroy all of those seven seven lifetimes worth. I think it's a bit of a stretch, but you destroy seven bad karmas for sure. One moment. No. So if you do an hour and suppose you're mindful, you know, ten percent of the time, which is you know, when you're just starting out, twenty percent of the time. Think of how many thought moments you're you're being mindful of. That's goodness. That's the accumulation of goodness. When you look at it this way as a plus instead of a, um, you know, something that you're adding instead of something that you're missing. You know? When you do it, you're you're giving yourself something instead of when you don't do it, you're you're um, you're you're neglecting something. Now. It's true that you actually are neglecting something. It's not. It's not wrong that your that your your you know your assessment of your life is not wrong, and and it, you should be. We should be practicing quite a bit. But the only way to get there is to feel good about it, and to enjoy it, and to see it from here as a good thing, not up here where you 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 think oh, I'm, which is how we normally do things. We be, we feel guilty when we're not doing it. Uh, and I think that goes for all goodness. We should we, good deeds should not become a burden ever. They should they should become something that is liberating and and, uh, and pleasant for us. The other thing I wanted to say about in regards to this question is, you should never underestimate the value of a community. When you're surround, the, the Buddha was clear on this. The the, the li holy life is lived based on your companions, your friends. If you're surrounded by good people. You're more likely to do well. You're you're naturally inclined to do good deeds and to remember to avoid bad deeds. If you're surrounded by people who are doing bad things, then you're much more likely to do bad things. So that's not not an option for some people. I know living in in rural areas or living in places even in the city where where people are not so mindful. But you should do your best to at least avoid people who are unmindful and try to find a way to um, stay to yourself so that you're active uh, you know and and even better to find people who are mindful and stay with them because you it will certainly rub off both ways